1: Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com.
0: We are back on Wednesday, hump day. A lot going on. These Big Ten rankings. We could do five hours of this. Then we could do uncut. We could do everything about this. <laughs> all these uh, little lists that came out. And they're going to, you know, one thing is it's the dog days of summer. And that's when all the lists comes out. The uh, was it Lindy's book and all that stuff come out with all the rankings and the kind of team profiles, um, you know, and and who they, uh, you know, think there's going to be good individually. You know, I remember sometimes reading them and then, you know, wondering where they got it from and then obviously looking at the coaches sideways when you see some guys in print and and you're not in print, you know, you can use it as motivation and always use it as a tool. But we, we, uh, you know, went extensively into the – coaches we can come back and hit that at the short um you know because I, I i think i got a good question for dp and austin in, on the last segment But let's jump into now they had the the projected it says the ranked the projected big 10 starting quarterbacks for 2023 number one is jj mccarthy number two is drew Aller, penn state number three is Tualia Tagalovoa. tagalavoa i probably butchered that name but then number four is kyle mccord five kade mcnamara um for at iowa tanner uh mordecai, mordecai. <laughs> hudson card at purdue luke altmeyer illinois jeff sims in nebraska number nine Ethan calicomenus at minnesota we we saw him up close to personal essentially beat us noah kim uh at michigan state number 11 tavy uh Taven jackson at indiana number 12 ben bryant northwestern uh gavin Wimsat. Or Evan Simon at Rutgers. That lets you, 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 you. If you don't know now, you ain't never gonna know. So we at this right now, we know Rutgers quarterbacks are number fourteen, period. Um,
1: and Northwestern's number thirteen. Oh,
0: Northwestern. Let's just put. Let's just again, those bottom oh. two, they're right where they need to be. Good job. Is it safe to say we could all agree J.J. J. McCarthy is probably preseason the best projected quarterback coming back starting quarterback coming back.
1: I would say that, but I would also say that he would be my number one pick. Like, if you were drafting – if you were having a quarterback draft for Big Ten, he wouldn't be yeah. my first pick.
0: Yeah, I mean, that you too, Austin? I mean, I think they got that right.
1: I, one, I mean, the the, the dude from, from from Iowa says, I don't think you really beat me out. Um, oh, but, we'll get into that. Yeah, because, I mean, like, he, but, but Tango Vailoa is, to me, the most electric, dynamic quarterback in the Big Ten Conference. If you put him on any other team, he that team would be better with him on the team.
0: Yeah, he's a legit quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think just just from being into the college football playoffs, um, you know, going undefeated, beating yep. Ohio State, yep, and getting better and being more explosive, JJ McCarthy yeah. would be that, and he just got that, you know, yeah. number one quarterback RPO number one option. Team. Yep, I think number two, Drew Aller. Now he's a five star recruit, had didn't play much because Clifford was there and still playing pretty productive. But Michigan, but Penn State was just fine with Clifford leaving, knowing that they had this dude. Number two is way too high for me. You ain't even took a snap, homeboy. Not uh, one. Run.
1: Not one. So I
0: think they definitely got that wrong. I don't care how many favorites Penn State's uh, sports information director is, is sent in. I think uh, Maryland's quarterback, Tua, uh, Tua Leah, should be number two. I think number three actually should be Kyle McCord. He's actually played well when he played, and I trust Ryan Day than any other more than any other coach in this conference as far as quarterback. So just I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because of what he did with Stroud it, coming after uh, after Fields. Yep. So you know, same kind of situation. McCord was right there with 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 uh, Stroud. So I'm going to say for me, he's number three, and then number four, I got Kay McNamara. I still and I think he has something to prove. I think Iowa is going to be the biggest obstacle the hardest game for Nebraska. I think the defense will be won't be at the same level but still will be Iowa's defense, right? They won't be able to score 10 points a game, but they'll be they're always going to be good on D. I think offensively they're going to be a problem. Anytime that you have two NFL tight ends and you you got to figure that offensive line was young and and they're only going to assume they're going to get better and the pressure's on. So you figure Kirk Ferentz and his son and everybody's going to do their best job.
1: And they're under pressure.
0: And along with an actual legit quarterback that you can actually get on YouTube and push play and seeing him actually playing effectively to the tune of, again, taking Michigan almost to the cusp of, you know, obviously getting to the national championship game, even though Georgia got after him. That puts Iowa in the driver's seat in the Big Ten West right now. I think he's number four. Uh, And then after that, you know, it's up in the air. You, I mean, look, Noah Kim hasn't played. You know, their quarterback change, But if he if he gets off to a good good start and plays the, like up to his potential, he's there. If Jeff Sims, you know, uses all the weapons that they potentially could have, he's there. Hudson Card, we I don't know how he's up there considering Oof. that. First of all, Purdue's play caller, which is exactly is to me another all conference player. Hit the coach. Brom was a X factor. He was a guy that's in your scouting report just as much as your quarterback yeah. and your receiver. Jones is gone, right? So how was this guy that never that didn't play last year ranked number seven? Altmeyer, you know, the, what the, do they
1: have at Illinois that would make Altmire that?
0: That's what. Well, when you, you lost your ultimate equalizer, like you, you lost you, you lost the
1: best runner in, in, in you know the, in the Big Ten. <laughs>
0: You lost. You lost the ultimate equalizer, and you lost an offensive lineman. I think the one that probably is chomping at the bit to leapfrog up into that top six or seven is Ethan Athan, you know, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be the sleeper. Number one, he his, his, he's a playmaker. He throws the ball. He has a more lively arm than Morgan. Um, they get their number one and number two receiver back. They have a well right now. They're saying a top 35 player, a 36 player in that tight, in their tight end, essentially a first-round tight end. So now you have your safety net. You know they're going to be able to line up and, and pound you with the ball, and he's going to get plenty of opportunity because the defense brings a lot of, a lot of people back, right? So. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.
1: We'll find, out. we'll find out right away. Right.
0: <laughs> but, he br- but the dynamic that he brings is a lot different than Tanner Morgan, and it allows the offense of P.J. Fleck, which they have more continuity as far as the offensive coordinator, to be more effective. I
1: would rather defend against Morgan than this guy. Anybody would.
0: Well, because, first of all, the couple of passes he's thrown coming against Nebraska lets you know he can throw the ball. Second of all, doesn't matter what defense is out there. A quarterback that is – timely with his runs aka like Patrick Mahomes or somebody like Michael Vick that can actually just beat your defense spy with him which I don't think he's obviously Michael Vick level gives any defense problems it doesn't matter if it's Ohio State Michigan Nebraska from 95 uh, Alabama Miami doesn't all the great defense a mobile quarterback that can beat your coverage and beat your superior defense and be timely with it. And then on top of, he he's getting some weapons back. Uh looks like he might be up there a little bit the farther than some of these guys. And, and I don't know how Tanner Morde- Mordecai is up there. They brought in eight quarterbacks. So, you're the last man standing after spring? You might not even be starting to come the first week. I mean, do
1: we know what they're asking him to do, though?
0: They're supposed to be spreading the ball around, and then they're going to just win And, it, and when all it, of a
1: sudden, they've got all the receivers and playmakers to do that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, they started to pass the more ball more. You know, Jim Leonard took over, so you have a little bit of kind of a pre-spring to it. But to the magnitude that this dude is the number six quarterback in the Big Ten, I highly doubt I didn't understand it. Because you got Braylon Allen back there that says, listen here, this is my third year. This is the last year I'm going to be in Madison. Is this
1: fool's gold? Is this the, the hyping of, of Mordecai? Does this, is that what this is for? Because you're going to end up running the ball. You're going to spread people out. But you're going to – Urban Meyer used to say, well, I spread the run. I don't spread the pass.
0: I don't know what they're going to do. I don't I don't really I, – I just think that – I don't even – I wouldn't even be surprised if he if he's not starting. I mean, you brought in four quarterbacks. How could this – how could he separate himself that much? In the classroom. In three and a half – pretty much three and a half weeks of – controlled football, not against other opponents that bite back. Right. And all of a sudden, this is the dude you send in and talk about, let's that's the guy. With, and, and film steady. And, study. and, I, and <laughs> no, not only that, it's not like he's down there with Ben Bryan at Northwestern when they be like, hey, when Pat Fitzgerald say, look, our quarterback is garbage. <laughs> Give okay, me some. Okay, just put me at 13 and 14. I'm cool with it. <laughs> somebody picked up the phone somebody and said, f- this dude is- will be number six uh, ahead, ahead of, lo and behold, <laughs> Jeff Sims has started for two years. <laughs> At the major college football level,
1: I found it amazing. I found it absolutely one hundred percent amazing and again, these are folks and the reality is is what you find out when these lists are, are, are one you're you're focused on your team, and that sometimes you can miss some of the nuances of other teams and other players. You're so busy trying to lock in and own Nebraska that you forget that well I was four deep at quarterback uh they got six runners that they think they could lean on they got three receivers they got five tight ends yeah but you can't focus on that because you're trying to figure out who's going to start for nebraska tight end like we don't know you 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 ask that question how do you win how do you win and get that much support without playing in the offseason yeah trust me that question was asked about jeff sims that wait a minute jeff Sims. I was asked this question and I didn't have. I didn't. I chose not to answer it. Was he given the job or did he earn the job? And there's a big difference because Mordecai was basically crowned and coronated king rather than earned. He didn't have to kill anybody to go get the crown. They have three
0: redshirt freshmen and a sophomore as the other quarterbacks. He's a redshirt senior. Yeah. But. He had competition in there. In the tune yeah. of, it seems like they put a Craigslist ad out there in uh, for the transfer portal. <laughs> Back <page>. Come, come, <laughs> come one, come all. We have we have quarterback spaces for you, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I, I mean, I think Jeff Sims, it, it, regardless of, I mean, however you kind of like dice it up. At the end of the day, when I, two things that rings out to me for in general about the quarterbacks of 2023 in the Big Ten, as of right now, June 14th. It's a bad year for 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 quarterbacks in the Big Ten. That part that tells me number that now that's just today. Now yeah. you talk to me September fourteenth and October and you know November is might be you know just you know distinctively different. Number two, as far as Jeff Sims, it doesn't really matter. To me, it really doesn't matter. It does matter. I understand what you're saying, whether you earned it or given. It's kind of how you know the chicken and egg thing. Two things: we're here with him, and we know he's the quarterback. because I don't want to hear any don't come in there and tell him about there's a competition in court. He's a starter quarterback. Now I will say this. If people perceive that he was giving it this spot, I would, I would counter back at this. Obviously he's done something that matches up to what they want to say or what they want to see out of their quarterback position yeah, yeah. for them to make a decision or make it known that this is a decision that we're coming to. And we feel comfortable with it. Yeah,
1: it was, I mean, just when I was asked, it, I was just like, Oh,
0: don't do that. I mean, that's, you can get into, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's not a question that anybody can answer. And at the end of the day, it's not, it's not like he's didn't play, you know, like in spring, he's got tape, as you said, it's not like he didn't play in spring. Yeah. So he, he, and
1: he was the best quarterback in spring. Right. Like that, so that, so that, at that's the easy. end of the day, he yep.
0: he's done some things to where he separated himself. He's done every, whatever goals they had for him. I'm sure he breached many of them or all of them. So, uh, you know, we'll dive into the defenses and offenses, which is probably the most, even oh more boy. interesting. Oh, boy. I will tell you, <laughs> fan, you, you people out here in Nebraska, you were voted number one fan base, so just sleep well at night. We still have that badge of honor of the uh, number one fan base. Ranked the number one fan base in the Big Ten. Obviously, probably one of the top fan bases in the nation. As always, Husker Nation is strong. We're going to go to break, come back. I uh, got a quick uh, question for DP and Austin at the end of the hour. Then we're going to start at the top of the hour, talk some more about these rankings and some other stuff going around in the wide world of sports. Jay and DP, Austin, we'll be right back.
1: Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and The theticketfm.com.